All right, this is the Twins Insider Podcast. I am Michael Rand. Chip Scoggins here with me today. Hope you guys have enjoyed the baseball talk all week. This is the fourth one we're doing this week. This would have been opening week for the Twins, as uh, most of you, uh, I don't imagine anybody listening to this, all of you know uh, this would have been opening week, but uh, we are in a uh, indefinite delay, and for good reason, with the, uh, the coronavirus pandemic uh, sweeping the country and the world right now. Um, Chip, I want to talk today. I want to kind of spin this forward a little bit. We talked, you know, kind of doing. I think uh, the, the the three most recent ones we've done have kind of been past, present, and now future. Kind of what mm-hmm. what is this? You know, how do you, how do you kind of wrap your head around what this season might look like? Could there be any permanent changes that come from this? I've heard some rumblings from the NBA a little bit uh, in different sport, obviously, but that you know, sometimes when you are forced to do something differently. It changes your perspective on traditions or the way you've you've done things, and can yeah. you know can can almost lead to some some innovation and whatnot. But you know, starting you know more you know more more locally, like you know, how, just from the twins' perspective, how how is the season going to look? You know, even if they're able to start in mid June, you know, kind of yeah. like talking right now. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Players Association of Major League Baseball struck a deal yesterday and I think it's going to be ratified today sometime yes. that that's a big hurdle in terms of service time, right? Cause players want to know if you play a hundred games, if you play 110 games or you play no games, is, it, is yep. this going to count as a season? And right. they agreed it will. And so yep. if there's, if there's no season this year, Mookie Betts is going to be a free agent, <laughs> even though he yeah, and, and right. may never play uh, for the Dodgers. So that was a big hurdle. Now I think they're just kind of in wait and see mode to see, and they're yeah. probably taking their uh, direction from the health officials about when yeah. they can start up. And I, I think they're hopeful for June. Maybe yeah. that might be a little ambitious, but yeah. let's say you go back in June, um, and it may be, may be a situation where they're playing in front of no fans. Yeah. Um, if they're that determined to play, they may have to play it in front of empty, in empty stadiums. Yeah. But let's say June, July, August. September. That's four months, right? Yep. Could you could you play twenty five games uh, a month and have a hundred game oh, season? Yeah. yeah. And so, and they they even talked about maybe spilling regular season into October and then playing mm-hmm. playoffs. And if if you you know have a cold weather team or whatever, mm-hmm. um, playing in neutral site warm weather or yeah. playing in domes. So I think they are trying to be creative. I think there is yeah. a real. Um, a real determination to have some sort of season. Yeah. But uh, we had a conference call yesterday, uh, Thursday, with with Derek Calvary and Rocco and, and Wes Johnson yeah. was on it too. And, and, you know, all three of them said, you know, they're basically trying and, and coming up with all these different scenarios. And, and But at the end of the day, they're just basically taking it day by day, week by week, because they really have no idea what it's going to look like. Yeah, and that's, that's the question, like, for the twins, like, what do you, what, what feels like, you know, because they're kind of in a unique position, right? They're a really sure. good team, right? Like, we're talking about, you know, if this was 2012 and they're coming off, of, you know, the the failure of 2011, and you're like, this isn't a great team. None of this matters all, all as much because you're not thinking, yeah, boy, wasted season, boy, what happens in the postseason? I I wonder, like, you know. They are in a kind of a unique position compared to a lot of teams where you I can't imagine they're too eager 
to you know, with the prospect of the postseason being shifted to neutral sites potentially if they yeah. try to play in October and things like that. It feels like it's more fair to end the season when they normally would end it. Sure. As long as you can start by mid June or even July first and get a hundred games. Yeah. Um, that that's how I would feel. If if I was in that position I would say let's get as many as we can and end it traditionally. Yeah, and don't if mess, it's a hundred, don't mess yeah. the postseason. No, exactly. And if it's if it's a hundred versus one hundred twenty-five, I would take a hundred mm-hmm. if, if you could yeah, have absolutely. the the truth. Yep. You know, we're we're teams that deserve to have home field advantage, get home field advantage, and not you're going to some artificial. You know, you're going to Tampa right. and playing indoors right. uh, or, right. or wherever. You know, right. um, so yeah, I, I would think most teams would probably be in that uh, position. And yeah. you know, one thing that. You wonder if you're not going to see a lot more double headers. Um, yeah, they're talking, they talking, they talking about Saturdays, doing double headers all every Saturday. Yeah, and, and uh, I think Phil Miller mentioned that as a possibility. The, yeah, and and and, and you know, I, I would hope that baseball would be flexible in terms of roster size. That, yeah, I think hey, we're, we're going to expand mm-hmm. roster sizes so you can have more yep. pitchers, more position players. Because yep. when when you're trying to cram, you know, uh, yep. a lot of games into a short time and doing double headers, you also have to have the health factor. I mean, you don't want to have a bunch of guys injured. And that's the one thing that you, you know, I know teams are paying close attention to their players as as much as they can Mm -hmm. remotely, but Mm -hmm. Mike, not, not every player is going to come back in shape. It's just, no, because, you know, facilities are closed, you know, guys where they work out, they're closed. And so, um, and Wes Johnson mentioned yesterday that, you know, they got all their pitchers on throwing programs, but he said if it's raining all day, they're not getting out and throwing. Right. And so there's going to be need to be a little more ramp-up time. Um, I don't know if yeah, you're not going to have a whole spring training, but maybe no, but two or three a week, weeks, two weeks. Least, yeah. Two or three weeks, it feels like. I mean, especially for the pitchers. Like, well, that yeah. You know. And he and Wes went through it yesterday. Like, they have um, – each guy on his own uh, program right now, but it's not the same. You're not watching them no. there. You're not, and it, so it, it's not. It's not like they say, okay, you know, games are going to start in June, and you just don't show up, and pitchers are ready to pitch. It doesn't work that way. And so right. there's going to have to be another little mini uh, spring training, and then and then jump into games. But yeah, I think they're. I, I assume they're. You know, every uh, options on the table right now, but I think you are going to see. You know, double headers, um, yeah. that type of thing. But I going back to the initial point that I just don't know about playing even like playing regular season games in October. I mean, that yeah. just seems you're, you're really you're really tempting fate there, right? I, I don't we're, know if it's we're, yeah. We're talking. About, that, we're, we're, yeah, we're thinking about that though from our perspective. <laughs> our perspective and a competitive perspective. You get 30 teams together who are going to lose revenue this year no matter what. There's going to be sure. teams that are missed that are, you know, are they going to want to maximize the number of guaranteed games yes. for the TV <laughs> schedule for their own home ballparks? So, you know, that that piece of it could, you know, does does make me think, boy, this the the idea that they could push the regular season into like October fifteenth or something to get fifteen more games in, yeah, and then start the playoffs there and maybe have a neutral site World Series something like that. I don't know. Like it, it feels it feels more 
feasible to me when I think about it from how a team might look at it because they're going to lose a bunch of revenue. Well, that yeah, I mean, and owners are going to win or recoup as much as the money exactly. that they're losing. Um, and I don't right. know what the, I don't know what the percentage of um, revenue, what the breakdown is between gate versus you know TV. Uh, obviously, TV is a lot, a lot more. TV, right. yeah, right mo- most of it's TV, but but TV, but TV's it, impacted. Right, TV's impacted right now. Too. Sure. I don't really know how. I don't know how. I don't know how that is impacted. I don't know if there, what the language is in those contracts, but I can't imagine. There's, you know, there, I don't, I can't imagine they're getting a full TV payment this year if there's not games, no. right? No, I wouldn't think so. No, I and, wouldn't think so. And so, and that's where, uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, some talk about, hey, would they play games in front of no fans mm-hmm. just to get more games in? And I'm right. sure the owners are going to be like, oh, no, <laughs> we want that money. We want fans in the thing to get money. So I don't think owners would be that eager to, you know, have empty right. stadiums and be playing games because they, I mean, they're trying to, hey, they're businessmen too, right? And so right, these are, you know. The flip side of that, though, is that they're going to get the TV revenue from those games. Yeah, 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 they would get the TV revenue. Yeah. And so, but I, yeah, so it, we look at it more from, yeah, like a fan, fan's perspective, like what, yeah. you know, what would, what's best, but where owners are probably looking at, like, hey, we need to, you know, we got to make money too and get, try to yeah. recover as much as we can. So, it, I mean, all those things are, you know, negotiated, but, um, you know, I, I read one story where they're hopeful for June. Yeah. Boy, that, that, that seems pretty ambitious to me. Yeah. You know? July, July 1st feels like it's that, like that's more possible to me that if you started so July, you get 25, July, August, September, boy, that's no, three, you, three full months, three full months. If you, if you're really committed to doing double headers, Every or you most Saturdays, you could get you could get close to a hundred. If you could push the regular season another week into October, you could you could get to a hundred. That feels like, yeah. you know, I don't know if a hundred. I don't know why a hundred feels like a magic number, but it kind of does feel like, you know, you you get an actual you get a big enough sample size to know who the best teams were. It's yeah, that gonna, feels nothing, like a, yeah. Gonna be, yeah, nothing's going to be normal this year. But if you no, and and you, you know, you don't want a season that. You want it to be as much representative of that you can establish. Okay, here are the best teams, right? These, it's not yeah. just a fluke. It's not these are you know, here's yeah. your clear best teams. And hundred games, you can establish that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, they're not going to all of a sudden just next year go to a hundred game season. I mean, I don't think you're going right, to see right, radical right, right. changes in the season. No. But but you try to. I mean, I think, you know, I think a hundred. If you can get to that point, I think that would say, okay, you know what? That's that's a pretty good season considering the uh, circumstances. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of curious too. Like the more I talk about it, like the more I wonder. Like, you know, would a neutral site World Series, like if that's the thing that happened this year, would would people end up kind of liking that? Like the Super no. Bowl? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm kind of curious about it. It keeps everybody in one place. You eliminate all the travel back and forth. Fans travel. You know, from both teams can travel and go to these games. Uh, it kind of makes me a little bit curious. Not you know, kind of like the NFL does it. Uh, you know, the rest of the the rest of the playoffs are at home site. Yeah. But I don't know. I would not if I'd sit here now. I'd have to think about it more. But I would not be in favor of it because I mean, I like the idea of fans, the entire ballpark being against a team or for a team. Sure. And it just creates sure. that. It creates that that kind of special vibe, right? And yeah. I mean, you get more, um, I don't know, just kind of us against them. 
uh, uh, situations and just the drama sure. of it. So, and not to say you wouldn't have drama in, in a, right. if it was in a um, neutral site, but, uh, you know, I mean, the one thing you could do, I mean, what, what that would do is you knew you, you, you're you pretty much guaranteed you'd have perfect weather. <laughs> you know, yeah, you right. You, you pick your, you, you you pick have your sites like that. Right, you pick yeah, your you, sites like that. You pick either a retractable roof or, you know, places like Southern California or, you know, Florida, places that you're probably not going to have, you know, cold like, or weather or whatnot. It's just, it's just interesting I'm, to think about. Like, what what if it happened this year and people were like, God, I kind of like that. Like, you, you well, know, you, I, you, but you take you take the late you take the late October, forty degrees in New York and Minnesota and the upper Midwest out of play, and you, you, know, you let teams play, you know, into mid October with you know, with good weather, but after that, it's just so unpredictable. It's just, I don't know. It, the thing about that is, is if are you looking at it from a one game thing? Could you imagine having seven games like that? Yeah, and I that, can actually. I, I I, I, yeah, I'm I just, just I don't I'm just know. Thinking, I'm just thinking about. It. I'm just like I'm just gonna. The one thing I'm you know, as we talk, like the one thing I'm wondering is like, if that happened, would there be some people that looked at it like, boy, that was actually kind of cool. Like you had everybody in the same place. You didn't have to go back and forth. Things yeah, can tra- you could travel kind of like the Super Bowl it becomes this like spectacle in this one city. You got this city that gets this massive economic impact. I don't know. It's it's a it's a the, it's something that just just spitballing like how could this dramatically change things? I wonder if that's one. Yeah, thing that could, could change. well, the only thing I, the only thing that I think I would like about it is um, the weather component. Yeah, uh, you, you kind of guarantee you lock in good conditions. Good, good conditions. Yeah, and so you won't, you know, you don't have this forty degrees and guys can see their breath and sometimes snow flurries. Right. Um, yeah, cause but like, like like early October for the early rounds of the playoffs, like it's a lot different here than it sure, is in sure. October twenty fifth or whenever they could potentially have a World Series game here. Yeah, but I I would not want to give up the the scene and emotion and ambiance yeah. and all that of, of, you know, a, a home playoff game. I mean, that would, I don't, I don't imagine that being, this, yeah, I don't imagine being like a season ticket holder and yeah. your team gets to the world series and like, Oh, by the way, you got, you got to fly to Miami and right. watch, you know, watch the game. Not quite the same experience. I don't think it's being in your own, own ballpark. No, probably not, but it's, it's interesting anyway. I just wonder yeah. if that, yeah. I wonder if that, and I wonder if a shortened season might, well, that, that's the one. Not, not, a, yeah. not a hundred, not a hundred games, obviously, but like, could they? Once they see how this works, could they be like, you know what? We could go to 150 games. Like we don't yeah, need or to play 100. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, yes, there's the sanctity of all these records that you know are, you know, measured well, 162 versus 162. But sure. you know, they've changed. They used to be 154, and we still try yeah. to compare those. You know, we still try to compare 162 to 154. Yep. And I think the two things that would, because you do wonder if if all sports won't take a look at you know this situation as okay, let's look at how we do things and can it change? Um, yeah, the season length with that one, we know baseball, you know, their records are more important to that sport than any mm-hmm. other, and it's it's mm-hmm. and we know they're slow to change things yeah. because of that. Um, but I also go back to. Owners are used to that money for 162 games, and yeah, are they going to be willing to are they going to be willing to take less money? Um, well, maybe, I, maybe the maybe the counterbalance of that is you keep 162, but they if they start doing these Saturday doubleheaders and they decide they like them, maybe that becomes sure. a 
a permanent fixture and then you can get through 162 and still finish the season the last week of September or something instead of into October. You can finish it and have a earlier postseason. Um, I you know pushing the edges. Yeah, Mike, I do like the idea of doubleheaders. Like, I think we're reasonably close in age. I mean, I grew up with doubleheaders, right? It was just a normal yeah. thing when I was growing right. up. And, yep. and even if it meant, you know, you, you adjust roster sizes or whatever, um, yeah. I kind of like that. You know, I'm not saying you have to do it every Saturday, but if you did it, you know, every two other Saturday or month. whatever, two yeah. Saturday, yeah, two Saturdays a month for six months, that's an extra 12 games. Sure, that, yeah. That solves your, you know, that solves your season crunch. You can keep 162 instead of 150. Yeah, and I and, and I love still be able to finish and still be able to finish in mid to late September. Yeah, like that's one I think. You know what? That that's a cool idea, and I think fans love doubleheaders, and it's just yeah. players may hate it, but it, you know, that's something going forward. You like, you know what? That works. Like that makes yeah. sense, and it works, and and it's you know it could have you know allow us to keep that number, but um, you know finish sooner or whatever. So like I could see that. Uh, scenario yeah. coming into play. Uh, let, teams, you know, going forward. let teams ex- let teams expand rosters. Sure, like, you know, two or three players for those mm-hmm. weekends, and have a couple you know. extra pitchers, another position yeah. player, and and do it. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, I think that'd be a cool idea. Speaking of pitchers, I want to end with this this one. Um, Noah Syndergaard was the hot topic of Twins. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, rumor last year, um, everybody was clamoring for pitching, and rightfully so. They wanted the Twins to add impact arms at the deadline. Um, Noah Syndergaard was a name that was at the top of that list and was rumored at the very least. I don't know, if, somewhere between a report and a rumor. I don't know where we classify <laughs> this one, but um, was rumored to be part of a potential deal involving Byron Buxton, and yes. nothing ever came of it. And now, obviously, and then Buxton got hurt right after that, and people were like, oh, man, they should have done that. And now, though, <laughs> uh, while we're waiting for Buxton to come back, probably pretty soon and probably will be 100% now by the time this, you know, yeah. abbreviated season starts, uh, Noah Syndergaard just had his, uh, his seven Tommy John surgery. Yeah. And will be out uh, probably until the middle of next season at least. So uh, maybe dodged one there a little bit. Yeah. If, if, that, if that was close at all, ever. Yeah, for sure. And – I was in the camp that said no way I would do Buxton for that. Um, yeah. Even though they needed, you know, the high end pitching, I just feel like when Buxton's healthy, you know, and, and that is a capital if uh, yeah. or when, uh, it, he just makes him so much different. But right. I also have been banging the drum to go spend a lot of money on impact pitching and and mm-hmm. and trade prospects if needed, your top prospects to go get a front line. Um, starter, and yeah. that is the, you know, that is the counter argument to that is, hey, they're one, you know, one pitch from having Tommy John, but you cannot be paralyzed by the fear of that, you know. I mean, there's no. always that possibility, and we see it more and more, and more pitchers are getting Tommy John, but you can talk yourself out of everything if that's what you're going to be worried about. I mean, you can't, right. I mean, you can do your due diligence, and you can say, you know what? that guy's mechanics or his delivery are ripe for arm problems. And I think, I think the twins kind of did that with, uh, Gratterall, Gratterall. right. Yeah, I, I mean, I think too. they looked at that and said, cause even Wes Johnson said, um, either before or after trade uh, that there's some things we have to clean up, make his uh, delivery less violent yep. or less, or, le- yep. or you know, make it more healthy or whatever. But you, you can't sit here and say, well, we better not, you know, give a prospects cause he might have time, John. So, you know, yeah. that's just not, you can't, you can't operate that way, you know. No, no, I agree. But what's interesting though is you see, I've seen 
three or four pitchers have come out recently and saying they're having Tommy John. I, it just makes me wonder, like, if someone was kind of on the on the fence, like, do I rehab this? Do I pitch through it? Like, I wonder if the prospect of a shortened season is having some pitchers say, I want to do, I want to do this now and minimize the amount of time I'm going to miss. Well, that's yeah. Well, that and well, especially now, if it's if you know they can't get agreement with this service time, <clears throat> excuse me, you might see right. more of it. Yeah. You know because Good point. some guys may say, hey, this season might be wash anyways, and I'm still going to get the yeah. service time, so I might as well right. if I'm you know if there's any doubt or if I'm some discomfort and they think it's inevitable that I'm going to have it, I think you may see more guys come out now because okay, yeah. even if you let's say there's you know a truncated season. Or no season. Now you're not really yeah. losing anything, you know. Yeah. So which brings which brings me back to one final thing I want to get to. Um, you, you've mentioned the specter of you know the worst case scenario, at least baseball wise, which is no season. What do you think is the absolute latest they can start this season and still have it feel like it's worthwhile? July one. Yeah. Don't you? I just don't think. Yeah, I'd either say July one or July fifteenth at the latest, like something. Yeah, like, I, depending I mean, on how, depending on how they're going to structure it, you know, if you get if you go any further than that, you're going to really have to get creative with your postseason. I mean, the thing is, like, realistically, Mike, you're not going to start a season on August in August. I mean, really, I don't think. I mean, so. yeah, that, I mean, that be, just doesn't make it. Yep. At that point, you yep. just say, you know what. Yeah. It didn't work out. It stinks, but we're gonna have to, you know, we'll yeah. try again. We'll see him at Fort Myers. Um, yeah. But I, I even July fifteenth, man, that's I don't know. You're getting you're right getting late the there. Yeah, it's late. It's right around the time you'd probably be coming back from the All Star break, so it still feels like quote unquote halfway, even though that's past halfway. I feel like yeah. I feel like if you're talking about like absolute can't start later than this, I think it's July fifteenth. If you did July fifteenth, let's play it out real quick. Yeah. Uh, how many games? But, so August, you're gonna September, have to go, October. Well, you're going to go deep like, in October. You got to go July fifteenth to October fifteenth, and you're going to have to have some kind of postseason that's involves some neutral site games. That yeah, if you did that, you definitely would be playing yep. neutral site in domes yep. or warm weather because I just don't. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't say, okay, we're just going to have regular, you know, and then you have three feet of snow here in Minnesota yep. for a playoff yep. game. You know, it's just yep. it would it wouldn't be realistic. So I, I yeah I. I know they're optimistic, but saying uh, hopefully for June. But I, I, I would bet they have a big circle around July, that first yep. week of July. If it doesn't happen by then, that's probably not going to happen. Which means they, you know, you're going to have to be going to training camp or spring yep. <clears throat> spring training by June sometime, mid June, right? Yeah. So yep. we'll see. Well, lots to sort out. Thanks, man. Be well. All right, man. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Bye bye.